Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. understand that the opportunities that we possess here in the U.S., and it's something that they want, um, but we also, we need to ensure that the, there's safety and security here in Texas. They're a specialty unit of DPS, the Texas Department of Public Safety. Our safety is paramount. Uh, our troopers are, are, are trained and de-escalation techniques. We ride with the brush unit at night, not only to protect ranchers' properties, but also to save migrants' lives. I'm Jamie Virgen with Sinclair Broadcasting in Texas at the U.S.-Mexico border for another edition of Immigration Crisis, The Fight for the Southern Border. It's still safe to come hunting. You just might, there's a chance you might get to see a shitload of chaos. We've been invited several times to ranchers' meetings in areas like Maverick County, Savala County, uh, Del Rio, which is Valverde County, to see exactly what the ranchers are going through. Now, at the meeting that we went to most recently, the ranchers were asking for help. They needed help because hunting season here in Texas is in full swing. One of the issues that they have are migrants who have illegally crossed into the country, those that have not turned themselves in at the river or to border patrol and have just gone under the radar and end up in ranches. And sometimes they end up injured or left behind by the coyotes. In many instances, they're injured, they're hurt, they're hungry, they can't find their way out. So ranchers are running into that issue and also the fact that this is the time of the year when they make a lot of money leasing out their ranches and allowing people to hunt there. Now, one of those meetings that we went to was in Zavala County where they were asking for help. Sheriff Eusebio Salinas of Zavala County explains to us the dilemma this area is facing. What are you hearing? What are your ranchers hearing? Is is it helping? What do you need? Well, the, the ranchers want the help, but it's like everything else. Right now, it's their time when they're going to be able to make some money, okay? Because hunting season starts, and they depend on that money to be able to pay their taxes, okay? They have big, they spend big money to get big deer and exotics and stuff, so right now is going to be the time. And uh, so they do want it, but yet... They don't because of the fact that they don't want us on their property right now when they have hunters because it distracts their business, okay? But yet we need to have a solution for this. How much help has it been having Operation Lone Star, specifically the brush teams? 
We have not experienced the brush teams, but Operation Lone Star, from my, on my perspective, from my county, it has been about 150% help, if you know what I mean by. It has increased my manpower so that we're able to concentrate on vehicles that are coming with illegals, that are stolen, narcotics. It has been a tremendous help. Okay, but back to the ranchers again. Somebody was talking about 300000 in damages for that, fences. That, that was the record service. The record service that he's paid out, out, out to that amount. What? Yes, you can talk to him. His name is Tavo Jimenez. Okay. And he's one of our biggest local record service. And, and that's what he's paid out to get some of these vehicles out. Are you worried that ranchers aren't going to come because they've been seeing what's going on down here? It, it, it's hard. Remember, they're working people. And this is a working day. Okay, and it's a working hours, and so, uh, and it's hunting season. You know, it, it, it all, it's a combination of everything that falls in, and then we were blessed with a good rain. I mean, right now, they're, they're happy that we got rain. They're out there checking their fences. That's the main thing they're doing. They're checking their fences, make sure that they're up for their cattle so they won't get into other people's property or get lost or get stolen, or especially the, the deer. Will the hunters come this year again? Yes. Oh, they definitely are here. You sure? Yes, I've seen them. I mean, they're they're the ranches are booked. They they have hunters and everything. That's another concern for for these lodges that they have to hire security for them, you know, to be out there and watching them and protecting them and stuff like that. So yes, it's it's a changed environment. It's totally affected all of us down here. So what do you find out here? What do you, what do people hunt for? Here, the mainly is whitetail. Okay, whitetail deer. It's a big it's a big business. I tell, yes, ma'am. Big help for your community. Oh, yes, yes. A Big lot industry. of uh, a lot, It's one of the biggest industries here. And it's a major tax revenue coming in for the community because these hunters come in, they spend money. Uh, the ranchers hire people to help, to, you know, feed them, to cook for them, to clean the, the, the lodges and stuff like that. So, yes, it's a big environment. Mm -hmm. In fact, we even had a, a representative, a person who's seeking office in New York. She is seeking for the position of a city council in the Manhattan district. She was here last night, and she's trying to figure out why are the illegals ending up in New York and not here. And I tried to explain to her, you've driven around. What do we have to offer? I go, we don't even have a hospital in my county, much less home homeless shelters or anything like that. I go, none of them are being taken against their will. They want to go there. And I go, first of all, the ones that we have, we don't, we don't know where they're going to go because they're the ones who went around the checkpoints. They're the ones who don't want to be caught. Okay. Now, the ones that are going to your area are probably the ones that are self-surrendering at the border. I don't have that problem, self-surrendering at the border. Mine are the ones I'm trying to apprehend. Under the radar. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Anything else you want to add? Just thank you for being a concern <laughs> and always being careful and considerate of what's going on down here. No worries. How can, last one before I forget. You saw what happened in Israel. How worried are you that that border is not, it's not a closed border. That is an open border. Think about it this way. If you see my Facebook account at Savala County uh, Sheriff's Office, all our pictures of our individuals that we've apprehended, we haven't had any family groups. Single males, young males, dressed in camouflage or black. I'll let your mind think about that. <laughs>
from that area. Now, Captain Joel Betancourt was the one that was there talking to them and explaining to them and giving them an update on Operation Lone Star, which started two years ago to deal with the amount of illegal immigration going on here in the state of Texas. Now, the captain is in charge of a brush unit that goes out into the area to help the ranchers and also to help the migrants who, in some cases, may be injured. Captain, talk to us about, like right now, it's hunting season, so you're going to have extra people coming. Correct. If people are watching this and they're concerned about coming out here, what would you say to them? So we're going to try our best to maintain security in all these private properties with our troopers, our special operations group, and our, our individuals that uh, are pilots. Uh, we're going to patrol these areas uh, to make sure that, that hunters and the community can feel safe. Okay. Um, for you, coming here and hearing the ranchers, and this is, this is money for them. This, they were talking about paying their taxes. This is an industry for them. How important is it for them to know that you guys are here supporting them? So we communicate almost on a daily basis with a lot of these uh, ranchers here, uh, if not with the local officials that, that have ties to the ranching communities. Operation Lone Star has, has been uh, in effect now for two years. It's been providing security and maintaining you know, a sense of, of community for the counties that are in the Del Rio district, not only in Del Rio district, but also you know, along, the, along the border. Uh, Operation Lone Star is a means to provide security so that these individuals that along the community can feel a sense of security and report crimes when they see crimes. You know, it, 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 it's also created a lot of partnerships with our local you know, elected officials, community members, church members. So Operation Lone Star has, has been working. It's been effective. However, it is not a long-term solution to border security. And the last question. You saw what happened in Israel. You saw how they were coming in. How concerned are you for that border that it's not just people wanting to come in and work in the United States, that something like that could happen here if you guys are ruled back? Oh, obviously, we, we're, we are concerned uh, because of our unsecured border. A lot of the territories that we have here are very desolate. Sometimes we're there, sometimes we're not patrolling these areas. So it's very concerning, uh, but the public should be aware that we're trying our best with the resources that we have to secure the border. The man in charge of the brush unit is actually a local of the border county of Valverde, in the town of Del Rio. Lieutenant Noe Fernandez allowed us to ride with him and his unit in the area of Quemado, which is located between Eagle Pass and Del Rio on a highway, the number of that highway in case you want to. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Check it out while you listen to the interview. It is 277. It is dark and there are many ranches out there and I can tell you, that the work that they do is much more than what I ever imagined. How many hours do you work a day? 
It varies uh, depending on the situation and what's going on. I think for 12, 14 hour days, um, if the situation dictates for me to work longer, it could take 16 hour days. So. Why do you do it? I love the job. Um, the people that I come in contact with from our community and the cities and the counties that we work, they're appreciative of it. So it means a lot for us to, to know and understand that they appreciate the work that we do for them. How hard is it sometimes, because it's, law enforcement is not black and white. How hard is it sometimes? You have a job to do. People are calling, like the ranchers. I mean, that's why I wanted to do the story. All the ranchers kept going, we want the brush unit, we want the brush unit. So how hard is it to answer their calls? And then when you stop people like the guy last night that just put his head down and said, there, there went my American dream. How hard is it for you as a human being to do it? There's an emotional attachment for sure. Um, you feel for them, right? Um, my family migrated from Mexico as well. So I understand that the opportunities that we possess here in the U.S., and it's something that they want, um, but we also we need to ensure that the, there's safety and security here in Texas. Um, trying to think. The guys that work with you how, do you, how are they selected? Is this a volunteer thing that you guys do on top? You know, it, it is a volunteer. Uh, all of those are committed to being part of the team. They understand the, the workload um, because we do travel various counties. We're up and down on these private ranches. Um, so it's it's a lot of time away from home for them. Um, but they're committed to it. They're highly motivated individuals and they're a pleasure to work with. When you're pulling up, when you guys are driving up, I know my mind, I was going, Oh my God, what if they have a gun? One of them did have a gun. He sure did. I mean, when, when you're in charge of those guys, what's going on through your head when you're driving? When we were driving last night to go get them. Our safety is paramount. Uh, our troopers are, are, are trained in de-escalation techniques and the, the driver themselves, the person engaged in that criminal act is going to dictate how we handle ourselves. That we can disengage and talk to them um, and they don't we have to use our weapons or any other tactics, then it's a win for us. Okay. Anything else that I'm asking? Anything else? Yeah, no, sir. Pues es que yo siempre me voy por el lado sin comentar, pero ya lo Ya lo hizo. Siempre me voy como porque en otra ocasión con Sheriff nos dijo: hay personas que encontramos que extrañan niños. Sí. Sí, no, y él, y él habló de eso. Sí. Pero esa es la parte, yo creo que la gente no, like the people don't normally get to see that. You know, I think what got me out of your job was the fact that it's a lot more than, and we know you guys pull people over on the highway. Mm -hmm. We're used to that. And more than just sitting at the river with the lights on. You know, I knew you guys did more than that, but the amount of work that you did last night, I was, I was shocked. I was shocked. Do most people, mm. like when they come out, do they realize all the work that you guys do? No, you know, and we get troopers from other regions come down. The Florida troopers, the Iowa troopers, anybody that comes down and works with us on the side of the road for a night, uh, it, it's eye-opening to them. How many people uh, we come across on a nightly basis, whether we're working days, night, the counties, the cities, um, it's just a constant flow. Uh, and like we said last night, we could keep going, we could keep going and keep going. 
Um, it just it happens three, four, five, six o'clock in the morning, um, and of course we we pass it on to the day shift. This is what we're working on. This is where we're going, collaborating with the locals, the feds. Um, it's great, but it's it's a non-going uh, operation. That's what a lot of people don't realize that that it's just come out, see what we do, and you'll have a better understanding, and you'll be more appreciative of the work that these guys are doing. Yeah. The I think a lot of people say, you know, oh, I love Texas. Everybody's proud to be from Texas. But I think you guys really show, you know, you put your mouth, your your hard work where your mouth is. How proud are you every day to put that uniform on? I love it. I love it. Uh, it's a calling. Many of us. Um, there was nobody in my family that was in law enforcement before. It was something that I think I'm meant to do. Um, I take pride in what I do for a living. You know, I do it for my family and my kids. You know, I've got a daughter in San Antonio knowing that, you know, what I'm doing here also has an effect for her up there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So talk to us about jumping out in the ranch, in the brush. You had, what did you have? You had the night vision. The night vision. Okay. So, I mean, is there any training for doing that? Of course. Uh, when we purchased them, we, we did have a training. Uh, it was a classroom training, it was in the field training, getting adjusted, getting your eyes adjusted to it. Um, because also, you know, if you do have to use your, your sidearm or any weapons to be able to transition from those NVGs to your just open eyes in the dark, um, it's incredible. But yeah, it's a lot of training, a lot of repetitions going in, going out. Um, your depth perception changes. So it's also something that we have to manage through. And training just being in the brush, I mean, that was crazy last night. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was pitch dark and I could hear the coordination with the drone operators with, I mean, how do you guys talk about that? Like normally, how much to coordinate that much? I mean, you can tell you guys work together every day. Mm -hmm. um, when we deploy to a certain area and we're gonna, you know, get off of our vehicles and start tracking, we do utilize our drones. So they'll follow that NOTAM. Um, get the drone up in the air and coordinate through our handhelds. We all have mics on so we can hear ourselves um, Our flashlights those are limited. It gives away your position. So that's something else that you have to navigate through um, The ditches that are there the brush the cactus all that uh, goes into play at dark and these ranches are, are huge huge the snakes the snakes <laughs> Okay, I think that oh the last one the really the last one Anybody that's even thinking of I'm gonna make some fast money I'm gonna go down to Del Rio to Eagle Pass pick some people up and bring them back up like the guy last night Who I mean clearly probably made a mistake mm -hmm. What would you say to them if they think I'm gonna go down there and just pick up some people and bring them up? You know make some quick cash Don't do it um we're not going to stop. We're going to be here day and night. The weather is not going to affect it. The holidays coming up. Um, we're committed to securing this area. Um, we have troopers, our federal agents, our locals, uh, the attorneys. Everybody's working together to ensure and send the message out that this is not somewhere where you want to come to engage in criminal activity. That's another edition of Immigration Crisis, the fight for the southern border. We would like to thank the Texas Department of Public Safety, Captain Joel 
Betancourt and also Lieutenant Noe Fernandez for allowing us to ride with their unit and bring this podcast to you. In Texas, I'm Jamie Virgen for Sinclair Broadcasting. Until next time.